Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the worst smelling cup of kefir? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? The coronavirus has landed in the United States and it's here to kill us all. Oh my god. So, okay, so wait, is this going to be our our plague for the 20s? Uh, maybe it is, yeah. It's going to like just take out one third of humanity or whatever, you know? Yeah, so you've heard about that whole thing, right? No. Where it's like, oh, well, so like in the 1820s or something, there was a plague that swept mankind and killed a bunch of people, right? So and in the, the 1920s, plague? maybe... So, let me, let me look this up. Because, like, someone was telling me about this, and I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, a thing. The 20s plagues? This is 2020. It's going to be okay. for real. There's two of them. So, plague of 18... To- All right, so, list of epidemics. Right? Awesome. Are you on Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, apparently, so, like, in... Let's not go too far back. Let's go to the 1820s. Okay, what happened in, in the 1820s? In the U.S., we had yellow fever. Okay. Uh, that killed, like, 100,000 people. That's enough. Uh, then in the 1920s, we had uh, the Spanish flu. Oh, shit. And that was up to 100 million people. Oh, Fuck. but that was worldwide. What? Okay. That was worldwide. I don't think there's 100 million people in the United States, is there? Oh, definitely. There is has there? to be. There has to be. What's the population of U.S.? Yeah. Look that shit up. 300 million. 300 million. Okay, so a third of us. Dead. A third of us. Yeah. Could you imagine? God, that that would be major. I can't imagine. I mean, you've never seen um, the Marvel movies with the snap and half the people just going away, but... Yeah. So... so you said the Spanish po- the, flu, the Spanish flu, and then the one in the 1800s killed how many people? So it doesn't really list anything next to that one, but because the I population think it's of like, the United States in total was 9.6 million. Well, it was only like a hundred thousand people. That's significant. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So apparently, the new turn of the century in the 20s. There's, like, an epidemic that wipes people out, and you're telling me that there's a virus that's shown up. Yep, it's the coronavirus that's going to kill us all with the power of beer, or the sun, or whatever corona actually means. So, apparently, um, it's kind of like SARS. Okay. And I'm pretty sure everybody remembers, you know, the, the whole, like, SARS thing when that was going around. Everybody wearing masks and shit. Yeah, so that's pretty scary. I feel scary. like if you just don't touch people then you're fine right 
But it does say right here, most coronaviruses are not dangerous. So Okay, well, there you go. Maybe we're pretty good. We're going to be fine. Yeah. Famous last oh, that's words. scary. So, like, where'd it come from? Uh, China. Okay. I think they've had, what, like 40-something cases as of right now, and then I think two deaths. And somebody just flew over from China, landed in Seattle, and they brought it with them. Okay, so hang on. Math time. Math time. We're bad at this. We both so, work in math as an industry. <laughs> what, what are you mathing? Uh, like the percentage of people. That's like 5%. That's significant. Of the 40 people, you said two deaths, right? Oh, yeah. That's like 5%. That's a pretty big number. Yeah, that's, that's like a high good. percentage. It is. I mean, that's so two that's out of spooky. 40 so far. So I don't know if they're like, well, yeah, people still dying or. But still, you got to think like 5%. That's that's not an insignificant amount of percentage, you know? Yeah, not at all. Like if something has a 5% error rate, you kind of worry. <laughs> yeah, because you've had to do like error reports and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of know. My whole living is on error reports. Like, if we're under 98%, they get Uh worried. (laughs) (laughs) So, see, so see, you're throwing caution at a 2%. This is over double that. We're in red alert. That is, that's kind of scary. Yeah, the CDC's all over right now. God, I I just picture uh, Monsters, Inc. whenever, like, a human thing comes out into the world. Yeah. 2319 and they fucking like come running and shave people and stuff <laughs> oh fuck they're saying 300 people in china are sick now Ooh, that's bad Ooh, that's spooky so okay do you think that could be a reason why companies are moving more towards like work from home because it's like if you get sick don't kill all of us right i mean i am such a big advocate ad advocate advocate i'm an advocate down here in the (laughs) south for work from home i advocate for it um no i think work from home is like so fucking important because i was devastatingly sick for a month couldn't hardly get out of bed and i didn't miss a day of work yeah so yeah that's true uh i think that if you work from home you have less opportunity to get sick you have more likeliness to work through a sickness you have just it's less stress overall and stress is a big factor in sickness especially in america so yeah yeah work from home advocate for yourself advocate i ain't for it i'm again it (laughs) been watching a lot of simpsons man i know you have i was texting taylor the other day so i i actually want to play an, an impromptu game with you right now Oh, okay. Another one. Impromptu game. We need a theme song for these. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so this is something that I like to do. I like to just ask people this question just to see what's going on, right? Okay. So you ready? Ready. What song is in your head right now? Our theme song. (laughs) Really? Because we were just singing it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I always have a song just rattling through the old noggin. Yeah. No matter what's going on, right? Earlier today, it was fucking Stacy's mom just over and over. Oh, my God. It's like, please stop. (laughs) My brain's like, no, we're doing this. I had been watching The Simpsons, so I asked Taylor. They was like, what's in your head? And she said it. 
And I was just like, monorail, monorail, oh my God. monorail. <laughs> oh, man. I love that game because you're just like, what's in your head? What's going on? Because like, you never really there? think about where your mind is at at that time, you know? So you're like, oh, why am I thinking about that? <laughs> you know? You know what? I have, I have a follow-up to our game from okay. last time. Okay. Let me pull this up because there is an official list out there of the actual 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper. Okay. And I'm going to tell you what they are. We, we got <laughs> half. We got half I, that list. I'm confused because it says it's supposed to be 23 fruit flavors, right? Okay. And there's like maybe four fruits in this list. But is it like... Uh, green grape, red grape. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So, right, so, so there's list. only so there's only four fruits on this there's list. There's only four fruits on this list that okay. I I think, and then there's it lists one of these things twice. I haven't bothered to count okay. all these. I'm just gonna list off of the, what they've said here. So, I don't know how official this list is now that I'm double checking it because it's on a website called drpepper2010.weebly.com. Okay. So, it's <laughs> very official. <laughs> All right, 23 flavors. Here we go. Flavor number one, cola. Sure. That's already that's not that's a, a flavor. <laughs> yep, that's not a fruit. Okay, so we got cola. We got cherry. That's one okay. fruit. Licorice. Yep. Amaretto. Okay. Not fruits. <laughs> almond. Vanilla. Blackberry. That's a fruit. Yeah. Apricot. Fruit. So what do we have? Three fruits? That's three fruits so far. Okay. And then we have blackberry again for some reason. Well, remember, not... I said it twice too, so. <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not counting it twice. We're at three fruits. Okay. Uh, caramel, pepper, anise, sarsaparilla, ginger, molasses, lemon, fruit, plum, okay. that's a fruit. Okay. Orange, that's a fruit. Okay. Nutmeg, cardamom, allspice, coriander, juniper birch and prickly ash so i got six fruits that's six fruits seven if you yeah. count blackberry twice yeah so it's not it's not 23 fruit flavors it's just 23 flavors i mean okay hang on so like does it really say though 23 fruit flavors i don't know now i'm like questioning that because i always thought it was 23 fruit flavors right so that's kind of what i always thought is this is this one of those like Mandela, Mandela effect effects. things, where like we always thought it said this, but it really didn't say that. Because if you look on a can, there's just there's just twenty three, and it doesn't really say. I recall it being twenty three fruit flavors. That's what I remember. It just says authentic blend of twenty three flavors. And now I'm like, I'm like down the rabbit hole in this because we live in Dr Pepper country down here. This is yeah. where it originated. And I feel like we should know whether or not it's supposed to be all fruits. There is nothing that I'm finding that ever says 23 fruit flavors. It just says 23 flavors. I know. So I feel a little bit um, Mandela'd. So yeah, listeners, I think, uh, do I think you guys, we may have been caught in something weird. Which universe do you guys exist in? Is it the <laughs> 23 fruit flavor universe or is it the 23 flavor universe? Please write in and let us know. Is it the Berenstein Bears or the Bernstein Bears? <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. I'm going to crack this thing open. 
Was it Shazam or some other guy? God, God, there's so many I, of those. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't get into that. <laughs> yeah, you'll like explode. It just says 23 flavor blend. I feel like we always just added the fruit. It's kind of like uh, Star Wars, right? How is this like Every, Star Wars? <laughs> everybody says, Luke, I am your father, right? Yeah, yeah. But he never says, Luke. He just says, I am your father. But we've always added the Luke to the beginning of that line, right? Yeah. Because it just well, makes think... sense. Yeah. So maybe somehow we crossed that line and it was just like, yeah, it's 23 fruit flavors. Maybe. So I'm just going to say I magically invented that it said fruit, but it has always been 23 flavors. Okay. <laughs> and that the Pringles guy did have a mouth at some point. He's never or did had not a have a mouth. I swear he to God, he has a mouth sometimes. He has a mouth now, and it fucks me up, and I hate it. What's his face, Mr. Pringles? Is that his name? I actually, I actually remember you texting me, and you were like, "Does he have a fucking mouth?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, I mean, like he doesn't." And then I took a picture of a can that I was right next to because I was at the store, and you were like, "Thank God." <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. He just developed a mouth sometime. He's yeah. beyond his zygote stage. He used to be just a little round dude with a mustache, and now he has a fucking mouth, and it's awful. I've had to help you cope with a lot of things. Yeah, you have. We have a good friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Does that Pringles guy have a mouth? <laughs> I love how you know the exact oh tone with which I was texting you, because that's that's <laughs> it. That's spot on. Because I just remember being like, oh, God. Um, <laughs> no, of course not. Hey, look, I think, I think we were actually like leaving somewhere and I was like, I got to go find Pringles real quick. Hang on. And I had to run <laughs> back to the, back to the bag to find a can just to show that to you. That's what friendship is about. Hang on. I'm a coming. When they're having mental breakdowns about Pringles. Okay. Well, we created a new Dr. Pepper, the fruity do- Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I want that thing. Just 23 fruit flavors. So basically, we just have to figure out the ratio because... Yeah, the ratio is key. Do you just put the full fruit in there and just have, like, full-blown, like, well, this grapefruit is huge, so it's a majority <laughs> of grapefruit flavor <laughs> versus this like tiny strawberry. Yeah. yeah, the ratio is important. We'll have, to, we'll have to get a really big blender, we'll figure it out, and we'll market it. Okay. Dr. Pepper Fruit. Can I tell you what I'm drinking? Because this thing, it's new, and I don't like it. <laughs> so, what? what is this? Two drinks in a row that you haven't liked? Yeah, I'm, I'm, bad, and, I'm bad and bad right now. Uh, you, I bought something. Got? It's called Limitless. I got, bought it Limitless. because of the name. It sounds like I'm drinking Bradley Cooper ADHD mm-hmm. juice or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's a cucumber pear sparkling water. I wish you could have seen my face. I just like went, ah. Yeah, that's how my mouth feels right now. The cu- the cucumber is just, it's so strong. It's so prominent. It's like, I had I had a dog when I was growing up that her mouth smelled like rotting cucumbers. Like if you stuffed a <laughs> cucumber into a dirty sock and then left it under a bed for a week, that's what the inside of this oh. dog's mouth smelled like. Oh my God. And that's every time I eat a cucumber, I think of her. Dude, that's a drink you're going to taste the rest of the day. Yeah. Like, do you get the cucumber burps? Oh, yeah, the cuke burps. Those are bad. Yeah, that's like a thing. And somebody told me that. And I was like, that's not true. And they had them in a salad one time. And I was like, 
burp and cucumber the rest of the day. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. What that's a bad. what a horrible discovery that I've come upon. Ugh, it's rough. Really, really hate this drink, but I'm gonna. Power but now you're it. drinking it. Like no, I'm drinking it. You're causing this to happen later. Now, is a cucumber considered a fruit? I would call it a vegetable. I know, like culinarily, it's a vegetable, but taxonomically, is it a fruit? Isn't it based on where like the seeds are and stuff? Yeah, because it's it's basically like a small watermelon, right? I mean, I guess that's essentially what a cucumber is. <laughs> you think about it or if you don't think about it i guess so official uh diagnosis here it says it's widely cultivated as a vegetable but it grows from flowers and contains seeds so botanically it's a fruit okay yeah that's what i was thinking so yeah i mean very weird it's a fruit but you wouldn't put it in a fruit salad essentially yeah Yeah, because you don't want to taste that fruit salad the rest of the day your fruit salad yeah. Cute burps. Cute puke. So what else have you been doing? Um, I went and saw my nieces the other day. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm just bad at talking to children. <laughs> I told you, you just ask questions and let them do all... You're not supposed to say things to them. You just go, uh-huh. I uh-huh. had, like... So... I don't remember how we got on the topic of it. We were talking about how uh, Richard, my husband, like lost his glasses in the river one time. Mm-hmm. And she got this like far off look in her eyes and she was like, I bet they're broken by now. Oh. <laughs> and I could just see her like picturing the glasses tumbling along the riverbed. And I was like, I bet a fish is wearing them. <laughs> and in her eyes, like she got this look on her face <gasps> where I could just tell that she was picturing a fish in glasses and it blew her fucking mind. And I was so proud of myself in that moment. I was like, oh, I like, connected with a child. A fish can wear glasses? <laughs> Dude, you sparked her imagination. I did. I saw like a world building moment happen in her brain. The way you said it, though, it sounded very like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It was like, you like... You like provoked her imagination. You, you were like, you're like, hey, I bet a fish is wearing those. And she was what like, if a fish <gasps> put them on? Oh my god, <laughs> they can't do that. That's people clothes. <laughs> and you're like, but he's doing it. And she was like, oh my god, imagine all the things he can see now. All the river rock. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, so that that's adorable. Like a, thank you. That was a successful moment. I felt. Good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You told them that animals could do people things sometimes, and she's never thought of that. Sometimes you just gotta prod the imagination. Exactly. <clears throat> oh, that just reminds me, because you're talking about your nieces. I bought a game. Oh? So, this is pretty old news, if you were in the know. Okay. You probably don't remember this, but way back in the day, when My Little Pony was new... Okay. (laughs) So the show was called My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, right? Yes. Uh, A couple of fans got together and were making a fighting game out of it, right? What? So it was called My Little Pony Fighting is Magic. Okay. (laughs) Right? And so it was just like all the different ponies and stuff in like a Mortal Kombat style scenario, but without like, you know, horrible fatalities, right? Fatality. 
So they were making this game. It got like huge traction, and Hasbro put out a cease and desist. You're not allowed to make this game. Yeah. And people were so excited about it. So many people wanted to buy it. Well, the uh, creator of the show, Lauren Faust, who did Powerpuff Girls, uh-huh. uh, My Little Pony, and some other big stuff, right? Yeah. She was a fan of that game as they were kind of making it and posting about it. So she actually reached out to them and said, hey, I know that you can't make it under, like, the My Little Pony name now, but how would you like it if I helped you guys work on it and I created some new characters for you and wrote, like, some lore for the game? That's actually kind of cool. And they were like, okay, (laughs) fuck yeah, right? Yeah. So she helped them work on the game, like, created a whole world for these new like pony people to, to like fight in right yeah and it's called them's fighting herds <laughs> that's good okay. so it's called them's fighting herds and it was on sale on steam for ten dollars the other day and i was like you know what i'm gonna buy that shit you may as well i have no idea when i will play it but i can say i own that little piece of history i mean that weird yeah. little moment in My Little Pony's time frame. <laughs> Timeline. Beautiful. Um, let me see if I can show you. Them's Fighting Herds. I think it's a great name. That is a great name. So they had to, like, redesign everything that they had. And Lauren Faust, like, even helped them come up with, like, the look of it and everything. And it's got so- this, like, cool watercolor look and stuff. Oh, I love a watercolor. Does it... Did they just, like, take the pony characters, like, the main six or whatever, and then make them into characters? No, I think they pretty much, like, just went through a whole redesign of everything. Okay. So, like, I don't like, even they, think it's... If they'd taken, like, the main six and then just made them slightly different, I wonder how different they would have to make them before Hasbro would be like, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, like, no. Like, give them all like... just, like, roller derby names. Lauren Faust straight up helped them. (laughs) Rainbow Smash! (laughs) She helped them, like, completely redesign everything. So it's, like, basically original creations. Okay, cool. It's, it's, it's like they knew because it wasn't even, like, that much on sale. And it, and it was just like, hey, we, we know you like this show. And you can, like, sort of see the influence. Yeah. Like, that, that unicorn looks like rarity but different yeah and then like rainbow dash is the bull yeah fluttershy is that sheep looking thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah with the little puppy yeah <laughs> yeah because that's totally her her bunny lizard or sorts. whatever yeah this is a game that i bought the other day and i have not touched it once it's very cute though at some point we'll have to play it yes that should be our next stream ah it could be I guess it's time to get into the Oscars. Let's get into it. It is It is time. The time is upon us. This is your wheelhouse. Here we are in the house of your wheel. And there it is. The wheel. So large. So magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> so this is another one of those things where I get the ballot. I go through the whole thing. And I will admit, every year, um, I run my ballot up against my mom. And Taylor actually fills one out now, too. Yeah. I win every year. I of win course. every year. 
Well, I've won every year lately. My mom used to kick my ass. Really? Yeah, but I kind of started picking up on how they pick stuff out because it's never what you want to win. Yeah. It's never what you want. Much like the Game Awards. So I figured we could do another bet. Okay. What are we betting? Okay. I like what you came up with earlier. I think winner gets to pick the game we play on our next Twitch stream. Okay. I'm into that. If I win, you have to play a scary game in headphones. I'm going to... I'm Okay. I... No. No. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. <laughs> have you played Five Nights at Freddy's in VR yet? No, I never ever will. That's not happening. <laughs> you gotta do it once. Why? You gotta do it just once. I can barely play that at all. So I've played it normal, like on the PC and in the VR. Yeah. I can kill that game in VR. Really? For some reason, I'm so much better at it. Because you feel like it's your life. You're dependent on winning. "Ah, ah, ah." (laughs) I don't really think it's too scary. But I will admit, because they make you, like, child size compared to, like, the hulking, like, things that are in there. Yeah. And, like, you gotta, like, look up at them sometimes. It's a little intimidating. I, I don't want that. There's no way I could ever force you to play a scary game in headphones when, to date, I've never played PT in headphones all the way through. I, yeah, I can't do that. That would be, that would be too much. So I guess the good thing I just told you about this game, because I might want to fight you in some of them's fighting herds. <laughs> okay, so just quick off the top of your head, what are you thinking you would want to play? I want to play Inside, because I want you to play Inside. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have it, and I know... We could we could beat that whole game in one session, right? Yeah, we could. Because it's, what, four hours, maybe? Yeah, it's like four or five hours gameplay. So it would be That's a long session, bad. but we could do it. I mean... That's that's still not too bad. It's not bad at all. I'm pretty sure I beat Limbo in one session. Probably. Uh, no. There there was a spot that I got stuck on, and I had to, like, really think about that puzzle for, like, a night. I was like, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> we have our ballots. If you have any questions, which I always get asked the questions on what different categories are, I'm here to help out. Okay. So I figure we start from the bottom, the normal basics. Let's go with best makeup. Get the boring shit out of the way. Best makeup. Uh, We're going to put this ballot in the show notes so you guys can come to this one. This one is laid out much more streamlined than the one we found the other day. Yeah. And this This is very concise and tiny. It has PDF capabilities so that we can officially record our picks. Yeah. You can actually click them and it checks them off, which is pretty neat. I quite enjoy this. I'm going to have to do this because... I don't want to change my answers whenever <laughs> I have to fill them out again before I get back. Yeah. So I'll be back from the UK in time to actually watch this this time. So Good. So I do have to tell you, because we kind of went through the best pictures before and the ones that I would miss, right? Yeah. It turns out I won't miss quite as many as I thought. Okay, good. Over the weekend, I was helping my mom and dad take down the Christmas lights and stuff. Yeah. And so I, I was teaching them about the joys of the digital code. Oh. It comes with movies when you buy them, right? Yeah. So I was so I was talking to my mom about it, and I was like, well, you know, I won't get to watch this one because, I mean, it's too old now. And she, uh, it was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And she goes, well, I bought that movie. 
And I was like, yeah, but I can't take the DVD with me when I go to the UK. Because it's region locked. And then I was sitting there and I was like, well, I mean, I guess if it has a digital code, I could just watch it on Vudu later. That's true. So I was like, we're going to have to mess with this. And so I pulled out all these movies that they bought and redeemed a whole bunch of digital codes and taught them how to go watch them somewhere. But so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I have not seen. I now have the digital code. I have found a way to watch that one, at least. Nice. So I think I'll only miss Ford v. Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, and Parasite, because Little Women is still new. I can hit up the movie theater while I'm there. Yes. And Marriage Story, Irishman are on Netflix. You can watch those literally at any time. I'm just upset that I'll miss Jojo Rabbit because I really want to watch that. I know. I want to see that too. We're going to have to find a way to watch that. Anyway, best makeup. You got 1917, Bombshell, Joker, Judy, the new Maleficent movie. Yes. So the, the makeup in Maleficent is always just spot the fuck on. But mm-hmm. um, I'm probably going to give this one to Joker just because... The Joker makeup is so iconic always. Okay. It gives you a percentage when you click on it. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I haven't clicked mine yet, but okay. I'm going with Judy. What is that? Uh, The Judy Garland movie. Oh, okay. Who plays Judy Garland? Uh, Renee Zellweger. And apparently what? she fucking nails it. Nice. I've, I've heard great things about it. So I'm not going to give it to Joker because like, what? Clown makeup? Okay. <laughs> they always seem to go for like the biopic type thing. So I was a little torn between 1917. Because, yeah. you know, like dirt on your face. That's so innovative, right? <laughs> right. I'm going to have to go with Judy on this one. Okay. You're going Joker. Okay. Going Joker. And you have the majority. I mm. do. Let's see. Uh, documentary feature. I don't watch a lot of documentaries, so I usually pick the one that has the hardest-hitting sounding name. Yeah. So we got American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, For Sama, and Honeyland. The Edge of Democracy sounds very edgy. It does. <laughs> I am torn between American Factory and For Sama because those are the only two on here that I've heard of. I'm going to go with American Factory. I'm going to go with The Cave. I'm the majority again. Because it sounds, it burr, sounds burr, burr, very burr. mysterious. I'm going to beat your ass in this. You probably are. Get ready to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Sound mixing. Can you explain me what a sound mix is? So sound mixing is creating a sound. So think like the roar for the... Uh, tyrannosaurus in jurassic park right okay like the idea of going okay i'm gonna take a little bit of like tortoise and lion and rhino and then a deer (laughs) and i'm gonna make a sound that is gonna be in this movie right this is creating a sound that doesn't exist for this movie all right i'm gonna go 1917 because you gotta sit there and create all these sound effects from authentic world war one time frame that must be difficult. Yeah, I am going to go... Uh, did we read these off? There's 1917, Ad Astra, Ford vs. Ferrari, Joker, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. I am going to say The Colonist Astronaut, Ad Astra. Oh, I'm in the minority on this one. See, I was thinking about that because of space, but I was like, he's calm. 
Nothing's there's happening. A, there's so much happening. There's so fucking much happening. <laughs> Too much. Are there like? One might argue. Are there like blaster noises or anything? No, it's just like gunshots on the moon, and also like a chimpanzee on the moon, and just just going just various things. I think they would have to create. Okay, production design. So this is like your sets and stuff. Okay. Like like getting the area you're gonna be in looking right. You know. Yeah. Uh, 1917, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. When does The Irishman take place? Oh fuck! If I know, it was early. But it's like but it's like old timey. It's like 19. 19- right? 20s in there somewhere see i call that period piece but see once upon a time in hollywood's also a period piece of sorts because it's in like the 70s 1917 is a period piece (laughs) i know but that's like outside yeah um i don't know i feel like it's the irishman or once upon a time i'm gonna go with jojo rabbit fuck (sighs) ready set irishman boom I knew I should have gone with Once Upon a Time. Okay, cinematography. I was actually thinking about this one today. Yeah. I already picked out before I even looked at these, but now I think I may be wrong. Okay. So cinematography is usually how something is shot, how the camera works to give you the effects that it's going for. Right. So we got 1917, Irishman, Joker, Lighthouse, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That also comes into play with, like, the colors of your movie. Okay. So, like, Twilight is a very teal-tinged movie, you know? So, yeah. So, like, everything has this bluish hue on it that's part of the cinematography and stuff. Okay. And I was going to go with 1917 because of that one shot. That's where my vote is falling. The cameraman had to think about the one shot, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm going with. I, I'm between 1917 and The Lighthouse because I know that The Lighthouse is exactly. in yep. black and white. And yeah. I, I I still haven't seen The Lighthouse. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I did see 1917 over the weekend. And? Boy, howdy, that movie's going to stink in the theater. When you see it, you're going to smell uh, everything. You're going to be smelling blood. You're going to be smelling sweat. You're going to be smelling dirt. Bombs. God, I can't wait. Some milk. A plane crash. You're going to smell everything. I'm really hoping uh, the new Bad Boys movie doesn't kick it out of the 4DX. Oh, So that I God. can see it. I but, was in the theater yeah. next to Bad Boys, and I feel like I was also in Bad Boys because, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I bet so that movie loud. bumps. Yes. But no, right, man, 1917. On. Okay. Can I just talk about it for a minute? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, hang on. I'm going to vote. Ooh. Hi, majority. <laughs> yeah, people Very nice. okay. are all about this shit. So I remember now... After watching 1917, that Birdman was shot in the very similar fashion, where they made it look like it was all yes. one long take. And I yes. had forgotten that entirely until I was just, like, reminded of it in that movie. And that's probably why I liked Birdman so much, I think, is because they used that technique. And you just felt like you're constantly going and just anxious and See, trying to get to the next scene. That was a year I didn't get to go to the Best Picture Showcase, so I actually never saw uh. Birdman. You should really see Bourbon. I think you would like it. I hope it's on Netflix or something. Then I can I watch it, it while I'm gone. I recommend it. It's got Our Lady Emma Stone. But um, no, man, 1917, you don't have a moment to breathe. <laughs> it just See, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, 
talk about an anxiety film like that ratcheted it up to the next level and things that I did not expect to happen just kept happening and I was like oh my god so yeah. I'm really excited for you to watch it and I want to hear your full review whenever Perfect. you do um the new god of war that game is a one-shot thing right so there's never what so the god of war game is one continuous shot as well really like no like cutscenes. Yeah, well, the cutscenes fade in and out of the game. Like, you never, like, cut between people or cut to a new place. You follow huh. them from the moment they set out on the journey until the journey is done. That's cool. Like, you're saying you never feel that. Because, like, when I play a game, I'll always go, like, all right, like, the next, like, big major, like, story spot, uh-huh. I'll stop for the night, right? Yeah. But when there's no cuts, when there's nothing to, like, say, like, all right, I've, I've like, hit a good stopping point. It doesn't have one because you're still just going. Yeah. So I feel that, like, how it just sucks you in and it doesn't let you go because you're still in the same thing. You're not having those breaks, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll send you some stuff from the new God of War and you can see where, like, it literally never cuts away from anything. You follow Kratos' back the whole time, nonstop, no matter what. Nice. Okay. Costume design... Uh, we got the Irishman, Jojo oh. Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time. This Can I is just fucking hard. Ask like, what costumes are they designing for the Irishman? Just like <sighs> the old time. <laughs> That's why I was asking you what time it's from. It's just because... like regular clothes, just older. <laughs> but see, that drives people wild. <laughs> they go, oh, why? That that reminds me of this time because. I'm literally having the hardest time with this. This is a lot of like good all design period here. pieces. Yeah. Um, Cause I... one, once upon a time while being in the seventies, if it looks like the seventies, people eat it up <laughs> because the costumes are from that time. Right. Right. I'm kind of between once upon a time in Hollywood and little women, because I know that little I'm women... going little women hardcore because that is the oldest of times for all these movies. <laughs> And they had to do, like, all the dresses. And and people love old-timey dresses. Yeah, I'm going to click on Little Women. Yeah. It's totally that oh, one. Oh, yeah. We're, we're in that one. Let's go documentary sh- short subject. Okay. This is another one I try to pick, like, the saddest-sounding one. <laughs> so we're going to go, in the absence, learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. Good lord. There's a lot to unpack in that title. <laughs> Life overtakes me. Jesus. Wow. Uh, St. Louis Superman and walk, run, cha-cha. Uh, learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl for me. Oh, God. That's a that's a really good one. I'm between <laughs> that or life overtakes me. But I'm, I'm going to go with you. Learning to skateboard in a war zone. That just sounds... Yeah. Yep. 54%. That's, People like that that's one. A, that's a hard to unpack title. Yeah. Warzone, and you're a girl, and you gotta learn to balance yourself? Good lord, all these hard things. That's a lot. Okay, original score. Now, I've told you that I'll go listen to the scores, right? Yes. I have not done that for this one yet. Okay. But, alright, so it's 1917, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Star Wars. Star Wars never wins because it is the same score that we've already heard. But it's so fucking good. It never wins. That's true. <laughs> but they never give it to it. Well, I'm picking it. So there. 
Uh, I'm going with Joker because I can still hear that score in my mind from when I saw that movie. And it, when I think of that score, I feel that movie. Like, it's a good score. It really sums up everything about that movie. Yeah, I was like, 1917 might have a good one, but... I don't even remember the score. I was too busy focusing on the See? fucking bombs. Oh See, then boom. Not good. Okay. Into the... Uh, that's not even the, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even going to call it original song. It's just Into the Unknown, because that's the winner. <laughs> that's the winner, for sure. Okay, so songs, it's I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man, which I didn't even know there was an original song by Elton John for that movie. I know. That's beautiful. I know. I want to see it. Um, I still have not seen that movie. Oh, it's so good. I can't let you throw yourself away. That sounds horrendously sad, Toy Story 4. Uh, Into the Unknown, I'm Standing With You, and Stand Up. So that's from Harriet. It depends on what it sounds like. Because there was a year they did one for that movie. Uh, Yeah, Glory, right? Okay. Did not really see that movie. Um, I, I'm i pretty sure I even had my song picked out. And when they came and sang that one on the stage, I was like, that one better win. <laughs> it was phenomenal. It's by John Legend and Common. Okay. It was one of the most like inspirational songs I've ever heard. And I feel like for a movie like about Harriet Tubman, yeah, you're bound to have a pretty inspirational piece of music. But, I mean, you don't you don't have Adele Nazim sing a song <laughs> and she not win. So right. I'm gonna have to go Frozen. So wow, I know. And Elton after John I, is the winner. After that people I have chosen this, I was like, maybe I should have picked Rocket Man because I had that thought in my head. Like Elton John wrote a new fucking song, and he's he wins everything. Film editing. Okay, so this one kind of goes with the other one that I was going to go over. So there was sound mixing, you know? Uh-huh. There's also a sound editing. So difference is sound mixing is creating a sound that doesn't exist, right? Right. Because we aren't calm astronauts. We can't go to space <laughs> to hear blasters in space, right? So how do I get this shot to sound like it's in a vacuum, uh-huh. you know? That's the mixing part, and sound editing is just how are you mixing all these sounds together for the effects in the movie, you know? Yeah. So film editing is pretty much the same thing. When they film everything, it's all just sitting there, and one guy will sit there and go, okay, I have I have 20 takes of this one scene, but I'm going to pick all the best parts and like piece them together so the pacing is just right. And make this this like movie. That's what the film editing is. Is literally combing through the probably what twenty hours of film they've shot, uh-huh. and picking out the best two hours and one minute that makes that movie. Okay, I like to pick ones with a lot of fast moving stuff. Okay. So I'm really leaning towards Ford v Ferrari. Yeah. So the list on this one is Ford v Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. I'm leaning toward the Irishman only because there's probably like 200 fucking hours of film to go through, and they had to cram that down to 3:30. So, well, I'm also maybe thinking it because 
the like constant breaks of like and then this person went on to do this and like getting that inside this movie you know yeah god that movie was so fucking stupid robert i hated it so much i'm clicking on it you're gonna get it but (laughs) i'm going to give it to ford v ferrari okay i think we're both wrong (sighs) parasite is pretty hot it's it's a really close race for that one so now all these percentages are just like people like you and me picking the ones they think is going to win. Yeah. So it's all arbitrary. So, yeah. Um, this one, I'll read them, but I already know the one I'm picking. So yeah. Probably the same one uh, I'm picking. This is short film animated. We have uh, this one called Daughter. We have Hair Love, Kit Bull, Memorable, and Sister. Uh-huh. What are you picking? I've only seen... Okay, I say I've seen one of these. I've seen half of it because I stopped it before it got too sad. I'm picking Hair Love. Okay, I'm picking Kit Bull Beyond a Shadow of a Doubt. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I can't watch it. I cry too hard. Is it about Pitbull? Yes. Oh. So, ooh, this one's Sisters, like, way high up there. Uh, I think I've seen Hair Love. It's like this little black girl and she has like so much hair and her dad is like trying to help her put it in these styles that she wants and obviously yeah. the mom is no longer around and i'm like the mom's probably dead so i can't finish <laughs> watching this because i'm gonna cry yeah. so so i'm going with kitbull because it's not even made by like by like a made person these were short films that pixar let their interns make oh like so basically it was like hey new person we're letting you make like little short films right yeah and this one's up for an oscar plus i like it because there's zero words there's no talking everything is given to you and what is happening nice that's my choice and these are a tight list like that is that is a close percentage yeah it is uh short film live action though we got a sister brotherhood nefta football club the neighbor's window and saria i haven't heard any of these so i'm just gonna step in the dark and say saria that's the one i was kind of leaning towards <laughs> i was between that and the neighbor's window and i'm gonna go with saria because it's probably about a person Ooh, we fucked up these sister lose. ones are like the top people are into sisters these both. days okay now we're getting into like the big heavy hitter ones yeah so let's crank these out. Do it. Animated feature. Got How to Train Your Dragon 3, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. I'm going to go with Klaus because that's my dad's name. Um, That movie is the fucking bomb and I would love for it to win. <laughs> I think Toy Story will win, but I would give it to How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. How to Train Your Dragon is what toy story 3 was and toy story 3 is what won at that time you know yeah toy story 4 isn't that ending that toy story 3 was i think it'll win yeah it's like miles above but i think how to train your dragon deserves the win okay all right sound editing we made all the sounds right Uh uh-huh let's let's just stick them in a movie stuff them in there 1917 ford v ferrari joker once upon a time star wars uh fourth day ferrari i'm between that and 1917 because i feel like war movies you always got just sounds banging all over the place 
Yeah. I'm 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 gonna go 1917. I kind of want to change my vote, but I'm not going to. You can. Well, actually, you can't because I clicked something up above earlier and it won't let me change it. So. Well, let's me change it. <clears throat> I what? click all over this thing. Oh yeah, it sure is changing now. Whatever. <laughs> now I'm gonna keep but it. Yeah. Stick to my guns. Stick to my I mean, board. Cars. That would sound good, especially like in the races. The way they mix that together, that's gonna sound good. Yeah, you haven't seen but, this movie yet, have you? No, and yeah. I wanted to so bad. Well, we'll talk about it when you see it. Okay, visual effects. Visuals. We got 1917, Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, Lion King, and Star Wars. Can I just say, Rise I cannot fucking believe The Lion King made this list. <laughs> I can. Like, there, there, there were some spots in that movie that I was like, holy shit, that is just a real photographed image. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Give, give the lion's eyebrows. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to call 1917 on this one. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Cause I can just, the way that it's one shot and you're constantly rolling into like a plane crash and like yes. all this stuff, but you can't leave it. I feel like that is a, like a masterwork yeah you know? endgame endgame is big but like it looks to me it looks like it's animated you know yeah i mean yeah you have like fifteen thousand people battling on the screen but i feel like you can still tell like well i mean that's just like cgi stuff you know right so i wouldn't give it to that and then the irishman ooh, they look so old-timey <laughs> look at those old faces look at those wrinkles but, I think they did show a thing. Um, they did some of the de-aging for that movie. Yeah, they did, actually. Like, De Niro, there was a scene with him, and I was like, he looks, like, 20 years younger. Yeah, so, like, I saw this picture, and it, like, showed him sitting in a chair, but it showed, like, these, like, mesh things over his hands and his face, and I guess that was, like, where the computer was de-aging some stuff. Okay, yeah, that part was impressive, I'll admit. He did look younger, so... and it looked natural, but... You can't beat that 1917 yeah. like, visual explodey. Okay, let's go original screenplay. So that means they came up with the story all on their own. Nothing else prompted them to come up with this story. Okay. Uh, 1917, Knives Out, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time, Parasite. Gotta give it to my boy, Rian Johnson. Knives <sighs> Out. I really hope that one wins. It better win. That's pretty good. If it don't win, my knives are coming out. I feel like they're going to want to give it to Quentin Tarantino. Probably. But I don't remember if Inglorious Bastards won when he did his last one. Was that his last movie? No, but... No, he had a few since then. I think that's like the last time that it was really up for anything. Mm. I feel like Marriage Story could be big because it's like... Just this like real life drama kind of thing. And how real is it, you know? So yeah. they'll probably be like, oh man, they really captured what it's like to have like divorcing parents or whatever. <sighs> Marriage Story is such a big movie in what's going on with all this, and we haven't given it anything. I, I'm going to give it to Marriage Story. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to give it to Marriage Story. Okay. And they gave it to Parasite. Ah, oh, shit, it should have been Parasite, actually. <laughs> uh, adapted screenplay. So these are things that exist, and this is just a new version of that thing. All right. So we got The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 
Joker, Little Women, The Two Popes. Yeah. It's probably going to be The Irishman. I What are they adapting it from? Life? I have no idea. I am between Joker and The Two Popes. I'm going to go with The Two Popes. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to go with... I kind of want to go Jojo Rabbit, but I feel like it's going to be Joker. Ah, Little Women. It's such a good book. <laughs> Two Puffs is 6%. You never know. You never know. It could be the underdog. Okay. International feature. Yes. We've got Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Mis, Pain and Glory, Parasite. Um, well, I feel like if it don't take Best Picture, it's yeah. definitely going to take International, Parasite, hands down, all the way. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's up there. It's got 74% of the votes right now. All right. We are in, like, the finals. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is the big hitters. Actor in a supporting role. we got Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Brad Pitt. I want to know. <laughs> you, you and I both have the same thought here. I think we're having a question. What the fuck is Tom Hanks doing as a supporting role? In the Mr. Where he Rogers is Mr. Movie. Rogers in a Mr. Rogers movie. <laughs> what is that about? Is it not about him? I is I is it thought... about the guy that made the show? And so he's just like, well, I'll be in your show. Like, you know what? I think I think this movie is about a journalist who's interviewing what's his face, Mr. Uh, Rogers. So maybe okay, it is from the perspective of the journalist. So he would be the true leading. But yeah, we were both like. Uh, the whole point of that movie is Tom Hanks. Yeah, he should be the star. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Tom Hanks here. Um, people have been all up in his business. I'm gonna say it's Joe Pesci for The Irishman. I hear he fucking nails his role in it, <laughs> and I love me some Joe Pesci. All right, but Brad Pitt is the clear lead for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, actress in a supporting role, we got Kathy Bates, Mama, Laura Dern, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, yeah, maybe, and then Margot Robbie. All day, every day, I go with my mama, Kathy Bates. <laughs> I love Kathy Bates so much. I, I would select her for this, but I, I just don't know. Like, I wanted to see Richard Joel, yeah. but it left theater so fast I couldn't get to see it. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to see that one. I really also want to see Bombshell, and I hear that Margot Robbie does a bang-up job in this movie, so I'm going to go with her. It's Margot Robbie. She's always good. Yeah. So, you actually showed me a thing about Kathy Bates the other day. Yes. <laughs> which I didn't know about, and I'm sad that I wasn't, like, front row when this happened. It was an exchange on Twitter between her and uh, Adam Sandler. He didn't get nominated for Best Actor, which I've been talking about for how long? Forever. And then it didn't happen. I would like you. So, can you read this in your in your Robin Williams voice? I'll snip it for you and bring it in. My Robin Williams voice? No, no not him. Please don't. <laughs> don't soil your Robin Williams voice. Read this in your Adam Sandler voice. Okay. So, let's see. <clears throat> So Adam Sandler, you know, the day that the Oscars got announced, uh, he didn't get nominated. So he just says, bad news. Sandman gets no love from the Academy. 
Good news, Sandman can stop wearing suits. Congrats to all my friends who got nominated, especially Mama. Because <laughs> Kathy Bates plays his Mama in The Waterboy. One of the greatest roles she's ever done. Yes. And she wrote him back when he said congratulations and that he didn't win. Now, I feel like I'm actually going to do a better voice on what she said. Okay. Because <laughs> she goes, I love you, my Bobby Boucher. You was robbed, but mama loves you. I learned a new urban slang word for you. You the goat. <laughs> Not the one we eat at home, son. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Followed by heart emoji, sunglasses emoji, goat emoji. I literally picture them just like, sometimes he'll... He'll just call her up and be like, you want to go to like Sunday lunch, mama? <laughs> and they, and they just hang out together still, yeah. you know, I just, I, I just can see this. And if it's not happening, I just want it to happen. Yes, me too. But good for him. I just think it's funny that he's like, good. I can stop wearing suits now. Yeah. That's, that's go back to my Adam big Taylor. baggy shirt shirts. Oh, that's so funny. So I just, I just want to go Kathy Bates because I like her so much. Uh, actress in a leading role. I think it's really funny that Scarlett Johansson is up for leading yeah. and supporting for two different movies. I know, and this is, like, this is a pretty rare occurrence. Like, it doesn't happen. I honestly don't know that I've seen this. It only happens once every so often. I read, out, I read like, an article that went over the nominees this has happened to. It's very far and few between. Yeah. Few and far between. So, for... Leading role, we got Cynthia Ervio, or Erivo, yeah, Scarlett Johansson, Sorcy Ronan, Charlize Theron, and Renee Zellweger. I'm having a hard time, because <laughs> people love Sorcy Ronan. I, I had to look up how to pronounce her name. It's Sersha. Sersha? Yeah. Oh. I always called her Ceres. I even Ceres. thought I was saying it right. <laughs> Ceres, Ceres Ronan. No, apparently it's Sersha. I don't know what nationality that is, but... She's Scottish, I think. Scottish. Sersha. It's like Sasha, but drunk. She, I just I just kind of know her name from when she was up for Lady Bird that year. Oh, yeah. I still have not seen Lady Bird. I want to see it so bad. I mean, you might like it. I think it's one of those movies... It's not like, ooh, I really in- enjoyed that movie. I think you're like, that was an in- interesting take and... Like, this type of life. It's like know? a mother-daughter relationship, so I feel like yeah, you have less to relate to there. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Taylor was like, I felt this movie. Yeah. But she didn't, like, love it like it's one of her favorite movies. She just goes, I really understood it Yeah, on a different level. Uh, for this one, I'm going to go with ScarJo, because Marriage Story, I think, is going to win a few. See, I really want to go with Renee Zellweger, because I heard such stuff about her Judy Garland. Yeah, looking at the picture of her as Judy Garland is... And it ties back to this whole period piece, because we love period pieces. We love a period piece. Which is piece. why I think it could be Miss Roan in there, because it's a little women. Oh, yeah. See, I'm going too hard in my wants this time than, like, what I feel like <laughs> is going to happen. I'm going to go Ronan. I'm going to go little women. But see, Harriet... Oh, oh so hard. I'm going Ronan. All right. I did it happened and literally the the three that we're talking about are neck and neck they really are best actor in a leading role antonio banderas leonardo dicaprio adam driver joaquin phoenix and jonathan price 
Uh, Leo has already had his one. He's not getting another one. Right. That's my thoughts. <laughs> yep. They're um, not letting that happen. Antonio Banderas, I did not know he was in an Oscar movie this year. That movie is only nominated for him as the actor. So mm. it's not in any other category. Well, then you know it's not winning. I am between Adam Driver for Marriage Story and Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Because I know everyone is, like, sucking his dick over Joker. So. You gotta see it, though. Do I? <laughs> you do. I mean, that's, like, one of those movies that even if you're not going to love it and just, like, enjoy it. What's the word? Uh, zeitgeist? Isn't that your word for that yeah. kind of stuff? Where you just need just to be, be part, part of, the of what happened. Okay. Right? Like, this movie is an event. Yeah. It's. It's a thing that nobody thought would work. It's the highest grossing rated R movie of all time. Like, like this movie is history. There's history tied to this movie for the rest of time now. You should see it at least once just to say, yeah, I saw it and I fucking hated it. <laughs> just like the fucking or, Irishman. Or like, yeah, I mean, I saw it. It was good. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm I, mean, sure I would like it. It seems like a good movie. I just think that I every time... Truly like it i don't love it i like it it's good i feel like every time i think it's a, a new actor movie. plays the joker everyone's just like oh that's amazing it's the best portrayal we've seen yet it's incredible it's groundbreaking and it's like guys See, it's just the same fucking clown over and over again but what I, what gets me for the acting in that one is those moments when he's doing the laugh but his eyes are like crying from sadness <laughs> i don't know how a person can work those two emotions into the same face at the same time. Yeah. The way you've talked it up, I'm oh going to vote for Joaquin Phoenix in this, but I want it on the record that I want Adam Driver to win because he's a really good actor. He is a good actor. I His his character in Girls is so compelling. You want to hate him and you want <laughs> to love him and you can do neither. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix won at the Golden Globes and the Golden Globes are usually a sign of what's to come yeah so i'm gonna go with walking phoenix okay i'm not looking at it as like it's the most breakthrough thing i've ever seen i just think the amount of freedom because the half the movie wasn't scripted they just let him do his own thing yeah and the fact that he came up with so much shit and he got so into it and i literally buy everything that's happening <laughs> for for as ridiculous as a premise as it is to go I believe it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Best director. Got Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Sam Mendes, 1917. Todd Phillips, The Joker. Martin Scorsese, The Irishman. And Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Can I just say Quentin Tarantino's face fucking sucks? I just don't don't like it. I'm sorry, Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) But secretly, deep down, you love Quentin Tarantino. You know why? Why? He's in an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> and you quote something that he says all the time. I just don't like his face. I know, but he's... Hellfire's burning <laughs> me alive! <laughs> I don't know. He looks like he just saw something that disappointed him, but also... Like, Forever? Yeah. I don't know. Like just uh, deep disappointment in his eyes. I was reading a thing that was like what people are saying about some of the movies up for Best Picture, right? Uh-huh. And it was like, so I just went into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and 
as soon as the first pair of feet were shown, this lady <laughs> in the row in front of me goes, okay, there's the feet. <laughs> That's what Quentin Tarantino's face looks like. He's like, she's not got her shoes off. Like, I can't, I can't feel anything. <laughs> Pretty much. He's just waiting for someone to take her shoes off. Uh, I can't out um, with his face. <sighs> My vote is for Sam Mendes because I cannot imagine having to direct a movie that's made it look like it's one long cut. I'm going to go with the parasite guy because people have just been talking it up so much. That's in the lead right now. Perfect. I like his directorial headshot here. He's just like sitting on the ground all cross-legged. He looks very serious. I can see why Todd Phillips is here just because this movie made so much money. Yeah. But when you gave your actor the freedom to pretty much make the movie themselves, aren't they the director? (laughs) I guess. That's why I think he's in the bottom. So, our big one, here we go, Best Picture. So, our nominees, we've got 1917, Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. I have a feeling it's going to be Parasite. You think so? I really think that's that's the winner. I've got to watch this I think movie. for as much as Irishman is such a big deal right now. Uh-huh. I feel like Jojo Rabbit and Parasite are just, like, on another level. Yeah. And I don't know if Quentin ever wins for his movies in the Best Picture. Let me have a look at that, because I'm curious, actually. Quentin. I think he's always up, but I don't know that he ever wins. He got Best Original Screenplay for Django. Yeah, but see, Screenplay. Yeah. And that movie was up for Best Picture. Because I saw it that year, so... Is it the only Oscar he's won? I think so. He's just not an Oscars dude. He won original screenplay for Pulp Fiction in 94, and then Django in 2012. So so basically he wins for screenplays. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what he wins for. So as much as Once Upon a Time is good, it's not gonna win. I don't know if... The Academy's ready to let a Netflix movie win, which is why I think Marriage Story and The Irishman are kind of out. Yeah. I think they're big, but I don't know that they're going to go, Netflix can win Best Picture. I don't think they're ready to let that happen. To say Hollywood's going to lose to a streaming service, you know? Uh Mm Uh-huh. I don't think they're going to let that happen. So, for me, it's Jojo Rabbit or Parasite. For me, I'm between 1917 and Joker because Joker, I feel, is the most timely movie because just the way that you described the kind of themes that are happening within it. Yeah. I think that's relevant to society right now. And I think I think people are going to look down on it because it's quote unquote somehow superhero related. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with 1917 because I was extremely moved by this movie and I thought that it was I'm going to call it Oscar worthy because it's got really really good performances from all the characters involved it's got incredible settings and scenery the plot the sound the visuals everything is on point Well, I kicked out that theory. I was going to say JoJo can't win because it's kind of a comedy and comedies don't win. Oh. But I just looked up comedy movies that have won Best Picture and there's a pretty good list. Really? Yeah. What's on there? Uh, So one of my 
all-time favorite movies. Kelsey, if you can ever watch this movie, please do it. It is from 1934. What? <clears throat> it's called It Happened One Night. Okay. My God. It's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's still one of my favorite movies That's of all time. an old-ass movie. Uh, you Can't Take It With You's in there. Uh, Annie Hall, which I don't consider a comedy, but sure. And then The Artist, which I never got to see either. But apparently that's a comedy. I can't remember if I saw that one or if I saw The Fartist. <laughs> which is The Artist is parody. entirely black and white. Yeah, so is The Fartist. And silent. Okay, well. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a direct parody of it. Oh, okay. Gotta make a pick, gotta make it. I'm gonna go with Jojo Rabbit. Okay. It's bold. And it is very far down the list. Yeah. There you have it. Our picks. Another bet. Another bet. We will see where it goes. Thanks for sticking with us, listeners, through all that movie chat. This was a big one. It was. Um, We would like to hear y'all's picks. If you have any thoughts, any hot takes on Oscars current or previous. You guys can do the same thing. Follow this little thing. You click it all, print a PDF. You can email it to us and show us your nominations. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to submit this ballot? Let's put it in the box. Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow our audience. Like the audience for the Oscars. We want to be huge. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your very most favorite platform so you never, ever miss an episode. We release weekly every dang Monday. We're here for you. If you have a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that really helps us rise up in the rankings, helps us get visibility to other listeners just like you. Uh, while you're out doing that, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, come like some of our pictures, see all the stuff. We actually uh, interact with some other podcasts on Twitter, and we actually won some kind of contest. <laughs> we did. We won a giveaway from a King of the Hill podcast called Ho oh Yeah. Which, which is fantastic. It's super fantastic. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait to see what the thing is. I'll post it on our Instagram when it comes in. Okay. Uh, be sure to like and follow our Facebook page as well. And then subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels. We put all of them up in audio format on YouTube as well. So if you have no way to do it on your phone, just pull it up on your computer. Listen wherever you are. And Twitch... Based on how this shakes out, we'll have a new thing to do on Twitch for you guys. So tune in to see who wins this battle. It's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also email us at ymbtoap at gmail.com. Give us your listener mail. Tell us what you think will be the best picture. I mean, I don't expect you to go through the whole list, but if you do, send us your ballots. See how you shake up. See if you can beat the quote-unquote movie buff that is me, but just like I was the game buff, lost to Kelsey. So That's me. You know. <laughs> okay, while you're out visiting us on YouTube, go ahead and also find Farage. He does our theme song, The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn. Uh, as always, thanks for listening, and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. What game am I going to make Robert play? sound we wanted you to hear first of all the list fucking truck man truck man do you hear him out there 
Yeah. He's just fucking revving it. What are you doing? No, 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 truck man. God, fuck off. Is that him driving away? Yes, Jesus. Okay.